0: Welcome to the Let's Think About That podcast where we don't just react. We'll break it down and think about it. We're going to talk news, the law, sports, whatever we're thinking about. We're your host, Ed Yeager and Lee Allen. Lee, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm doing well, Edward. Hope you are.
0: I am doing good. And I was before we signed on, I'll just say that, you know, one of the last things I said to you was, I haven't really done much preparation for this week's show, Uh, but it seems like there's a lot of stuff we can talk about.
1: Yeah, I think I think we'll be fine.
0: And the one thing I did want to mention kind of up front is one of our first episodes, we talked about this idea, and I'll just call it court packing, that was uh, pushed by progressives. And uh, the Biden response was to sign an executive order appointing a commission to study it. Well, that commission came back with a report uh, just within the last day or so. It got uh, unanimous approval on Tuesday of this week. And that report makes no recommendations to add justices to the Supreme Court or to uh, impose term limits. What did you think about that?
1: You know, I expected them to have a watered-down proposal with regard to court packing, because you'll recall um, there was some criticism from the left of the president saying that you know he, he sort of um, campaigned, if you will, uh, on on uh, increasing the number of justices to over. Uh, or to overturn or or change the conservative majority and that this was just a plan to um, sort of um, whitewash that stonewall. Um, And, and so, you know, I, I, I didn't think it would be earth shattering, but I thought there might be, Something there with regard to the number of judges, but but to be honest with you, and and I didn't read all 294 pages. I I read the executive summary. I spent some time in the appendices, uh, principally, uh, you know, who appeared before the commission, and then the the members of the commission. And you'll recall that there were two members um, who were thought to be among the more conservative members of the commission who resigned back in October. I thought might signal, perhaps. Um, a more strident approach. But in reading it, and you and I were talking about this, and this was your comment that, um, you know, it, it seems like they took their their oath and their uh, their charge um, to heart and presented what I read to be a fairly neutral document that makes, I think it's fair to say there are three recommendations that the commission makes with regard to the Supreme court. And I, I thought they made a lot of um, common sense, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I agree. And just, just to be clear that, that charge that you referenced was to kind of be neutral in presentation and to talk about the role and operation of the Supreme court. And that's kind of what they did. You know, one of their, uh, they, well, let's just say it this way they, with some of the issues such as term limits or, adding justices or even the jurisdictional questions, they kind of just presented both sides of it right. and then made no recommendation. Uh, they did recommend continuing with the live streaming audio, not video, of oral arguments because I think everybody has enjoyed being able to hear that. I agree
1: with you. And as I understand it uh, and recall the past uh, 18 months or so, almost two years now, that really came about only as a result of COVID, Correct.
0: Well, that's right, because they weren't meeting in the same place. So right. uh, every justice was remote. You remember during one or- early oral argument, you could hear a toilet flushing yes. in somebody and there was speculation as Right, to as life. to who flushed. That's right. <laughs> and I don't think we ever got
1: to the bottom of that, did we?
0: And nobody fessed up to that that I'm aware of, at least not publicly. <laughs> Maybe we could do a show on that,
1: call witnesses of our own.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good idea. Fleshgate. So anyway, that brings some closure to this. Well, let me take that back. That that brings some closure to the commission. Uh, there's certainly some uh, radical leftists on Capitol Hill that are still going to push for changes to the Supreme Court. And that will only intensify if they rule against Casey or Roe uh, uh, in the Dobbs decision, as we talked about last week.
1: And, and I could see, you know, I'm not sure that we really touched on this last week. But I could see the court sort of kicking that down the road past the election by asking for further briefing or uh, any number of uh, vehicles in which to do that, I think, uh, just to avoid it becoming the issue in the November uh, congressional elections.
0: You know, that's a good point. I thought about that because, as we mentioned last week, typically the decisions come out in June. Perhaps it slips to the very first part of July, but really right in the middle of midterm elections. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, perhaps that is something that the chief justice might even use as a way to bring sides together, uh, which is maybe he's willing to go with the conservatives if they agree to push it down the road. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's definitely a possibility. It's been done before. As a matter of fact, didn't the first row case, didn't that uh lap over to a second term? Do I remember that correctly?
1: I don't remember Ed. You might very well be right. I just don't don't remember. But it ha- it has been done before and and sometimes for reasons of, you know, when they got into the the reading the briefs and and so forth, they wanted to hear something different or something in addition to but sometimes I think uh, I couldn't r- recall the cases, but I think there's been uh, pretty much um, acceptance of the fact that the court has done it at times to avoid um, releasing uh, a decision around an election. But I could be wrong on that. But that's my memory.
0: Yeah, and I think it's happened also when they were down a justice, whether someone mm-hmm. recused themselves or or they just had a vacancy, so uh, to avoid a. Four to four and, and that
1: may have been. I think, there would not have been a vacancy in seventy two. Correct.
0: That sounds right, but I'd have to go back and look. But seventy two being an election year, I don't yeah. think there was one.
1: Why don't you tell us about the what the recommendations the commission did make? Because I think those are are interesting. And as I said, I thought there was a lot of uh, uh, they made a lot of common sense.
0: Yeah the two the two recommendations that they. Um, They really pushed hard on was adopting an advisory code of conduct, which uh, to, to quote the commission report would be a positive step on its own, even absent binding sanctions. Now, what's interesting about that is that it would be an advisory code of conduct and the commission made it very clear that the justices aren't tied to the same ethical code of conduct that other federal judges follow. But they said that, you know, the Supreme Court tries to follow it. So they they wanted to just beef that up. And then the other recommendation that I I noted was that continue the live streaming of arguments.
1: What are your thoughts on the ethical issues?
0: You know, you'd like to think that all the justices are, uh, quote, thinking ethically and and that they are doing that. But, uh, you know, it doesn't ever hurt to uh, to try to put some type of language in place that everyone has to actually think through and discuss and commit to. And they kind of know their left and right boundaries and says you know, yeah. nothing, nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah. I'm and, not and sure
0: that I can see how it would ever have made a difference in any case.
1: Right. But at least then too, you would like to think that different justices would at least be thinking about the same criteria in, in making those decisions. Whereas now there's no such, I mean, you hope, but but there's really not, um, I guess that comfort level that, you know, he, he, here's how you kind of think through that issue in deciding w- whatever it is. Uh, typically, it's referring to recusal, uh, and and I suppose some behavior too. Um, you know, they've got that whole thing with with justice and then Chief Justice nominee Abe fortas teaching a class for what was it twenty five thousand dollars way back in the late 60s um, as an adjunct professor at I think it was at American University School of Law that torpedoed his nomination to be chief justice and um, kind of soured him on the court um, and and led to his resignation I suppose uh, that plus some some other things that he had done like Providing political advice to LBJ and writing speeches and and, and and so forth, even though he was on the court, kind of caused a, a lot of heartburn among particularly Republicans, but also among Democrats, too, and, and court court observers as just being uh, a little much for a sitting Supreme Court justice.
0: Well, I think the more recent example, which I don't know that it caused any heartburn on the left, was Elena Kagan, who came to the court Shortly after being a White House advisor, That's right. during the Obama administration,
1: and principally during she, she was deeply involved in the Obamacare uh, assembly and and adoption, uh, and and then of course it, it, that case came up in a, I guess from a, a lawyerly court standpoint, a relatively quick time. A few, several years. Um, and
0: she did not recuse herself and took she, part in that decision.
1: She did not. And there were calls for her to have done so, um, but she did not. And there were calls uh, as well in the past two uh, nomination processes for Justice Kavanaugh and Justice Barrett uh, for them to each of them to recuse uh, himself or and herself with regard to the Roe case or abortion cases generally um, as a result of uh, the accusation, I guess, by the left that they were nominated, if not solely, at least principally because of their opposition or seeming opposition to uh, Roe and its progeny.
0: Yeah, I I recall that happening during their confirmation hearings. That seemed more like a Hail Mary from the Democrats to try to... uh At least put some pressure on them maybe later when they were on the court. Yeah. Uh, You know, just along that line, let's just say that uh, Thomas has been quite clear that he thinks Roe was just wrong, and he's given public speeches about that. Yeah. Now, you know, I think as as a judge or a justice, they still review the case that is before them, the facts, the record, and the law that they're trying to apply in that case. So the fact that he believes that doesn't mean he can make any particular decision in a particular case. But he hasn't been very clear that he just thinks it was wrong. And um, Justice Scalia, when he was alive, often spoke and talked about his philosophy about the Constitution. It was, was qu- quite clear that he didn't think the Constitution should be read to find things that didn't exist in the framers' ma- minds when they uh, when they uh, started. So,
1: right. They, they both think that not only is abortion morally wrong, but the Roe case was intellectually and legally wrongly arrived at
0: Uh, in other legal news i guess the uh, Glenn maxwell trial is continuing the uh, theranos trial seems to be uh resting soon and going to the jury and now just today the jesse smollett case in chicago went to the jury
1: did they actually argue in the uh smollett case they did
0: they did that was today
1: okay how long
0: has the jury had the case they had it about an hour before they were excused for the day.
1: I had uh, not kept up with it today, but uh, the prior day's testimony uh, t- testimony was quite salacious, uh, to say the least. And
0: you mean with Smollett's testimony as yeah, to uh, what he'd been doing? He admitted to a number of crimes and other misconduct. He, on he, he the did, witness stand. and uh,
1: you almost wonder if he's up there and the and the. Because he's not helping himself if, if it's just that he's so, I don't know what the word is, bizarre or, you know, that, that, that he's hoping that they're just going to say this guy's a nut and, and let him go. Uh,
0: well, either that or he thinks that just being honest is uh, <laughs> being honest at this stage of the, the process is his best friend. And that if he admits he did something wrong, that just makes him look even more honest. Uh, RLT is so divorced from reality that he just doesn't see any problem with the fact he's driving around smoking marijuana.
1: I kind of think it's the latter. And I mean, his his testimony, I think it was yesterday where he said that, you know, he he took the noose off his off his neck. And then when the cops came, you know, he put it back on so they could see it. I mean, that's just I don't know that uh, he he did not seem credible to me in his testimony. And, And so. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch that. Um, I don't know how long do you know how long they argued?
0: Oh I don't know how long the arguments lasted. Uh, um, the jury got the case very late in the day
1: yeah and uh, and the Maxwell case and you and I had some conversation either last night or this morning about that it uh, from from what I had uh, read it seemed like the government was either moving slowly or seem to have overlooked the fact that they needed to offer evidence to support what they had actually indicted Ghislaine Maxwell or Harry you say her name for doing. And that is the transportation and procurement, I think were the words, but something along those lines of underage females for sexual purposes for Jeffrey epstein herself and then uh, any number of unknown individuals some of whom have become known i guess through the testimony i think there was some movement yesterday there was a a witness who said that uh uh, whatever maxwell had had gotten her to uh have sex with Epstein and also herself and that she was paid and she was 14 at the time or something like that. So I don't know whether they're just proceeding cautiously and slowly or 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 what that is. You see right much speculation uh, on uh, by commentators in, in the media.
0: Well, it seems like they're just trying to put Jeffrey Epstein on trial by proxy. And that's that's a dangerous tactic because it feels like they've got all this evidence. I mean, they found literally found a safe in his home, used a saw, broke into the safe, and then found computer hard drives and CDs with, with hundreds and thousands of, of images, which the judges ruled some can come in, some can't, but but they have all of this evidence. And they just think they just throw it all at the case. Mm-hmm. Now the problem is Epstein's dead. You know, At least <laughs> Well, <yeah. laughs> maybe he's not. Um, but uh, you know, he's not on trial. I mean, right. we, can, we can definitely say that. Uh, so you know, uh, I, I think the the jury, by the time this thing's going to be over, you know, they may have enough evidence that all of the elements of each of the uh, charges or counts against Maxwell are, are proven. But they're going to have to sort through so much uh, chaff to get to the wheat. But that's just a risky um, approach, I think.
1: I think so too, and and I think that uh, they're 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 probably going to wish when it's over that they had not done that. They had done more focusing um, on on what she actually did. Um, you know, one of the things that came out uh, earlier this week was, um, I guess, the names in the uh, Epstein little black book. Um, which, which
0: was all, a very little. Yeah. Uh, apparently and, and, it was voluminous.
1: Right. And, and it was just contact information. So I don't know that that in and of itself suggests much beyond some sort of relationship with Epstein, which may or may not have been completely above board and legal. Um, but you're right. And, and, and you you run the risk having s- so much evidence that the jury just throws its hands up and says, you know, we, we don't know.
0: Um, As we've I, said before. The prosecution needs 12. The defense only needs one.
1: That's right. And, you know, Robert Louis Stevenson said, you know, there is but one true art, and that is to reduce. And I think, you know, that the, the the government would have been, as you said, uh, well advised to, to, you know, to pick a smaller number of witnesses, perhaps, and focus on these witnesses did these things or saw these things at these times, and this is how Maxwell— is tied into it, and these prove the elements of each of the charged offenses, and 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 really boil it down to the basics for the jury, um, rather than as they seem to do, you know, talking about things for the tabloids.
0: Of course, the other side of that might be that you get the jury so riled up by all of this that they don't uh, spend a lot of time analyzing the evidence, and they say, "Well, there's so much here; she's got to be guilty of something."
1: Right. There's enough smoke; there's got to be some fire. Um, and and you know, too. Um, there's a conspiracy theory out there.
0: I was coming to that that they're that and they're, I knew, they're and trying I knew to lose. Well, uh, that there's a different conspiracy theory I want to hit in a minute, but go ahead.
1: Well, that that that, that you know that, that, that he had or has um, enough dirt uh, on enough people with enough power that. Nobody wants it to go any further. And so they're going to try this woman and do a, you know, a, 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 a weak, weak job of it, uh, basically, you know, uh, scripted incompetence to get to a not guilty verdict and let that be the end of it. And then all of this dirt stays under wraps and the various people. Uh, who would otherwise be embarrassed and perhaps even charge themselves if some of this came out, can get on with their lives in the power positions that they occupy as part of the Trilateral Commission or the Illuminati or or whatever they are.
0: Right. See, I find that interesting, but I don't agree. I don't find it very realistic um, because there's too many moving parts, too difficult. And and they've already thrown so much into it. But here's the other conspiracy. All it would take, too, would be one person to blab. Well, that's right. You
1: know, If you're low enough, they may not even be focusing on you to threaten you, and then you you, you get the right reporter or uh, television or radio or Internet site, and you tell enough that the cat's out of the bag.
0: Yeah. But here's the other conspiracy theory I want to hear your thoughts about. And I haven't heard this in a while, but it came out basically when Epstein was still alive. And there were people that posited the idea that All of his money came or not all, but a significant amount of his money came from blackmail activities rather than his supposedly legitimate businesses, because some people were saying, you know, he's some kind of money manager or something. How could he make this much money? He owns an island. He owns jets, et cetera. Um, And now when I hear that they are finding hard drives in a safe and 20,000 images, that makes me wonder if there's not some credence to that, that he would use these activities, and he may have had his own sexual proclivities, but he would uh, also set these girls up with rich and famous people, and then he would blackmail them for lots of money.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's something to it. I mean, there, there, every as I understand it, every room in his home or homes there was a secret camera in. Um, there, there are all these images and computers and photographs and videos and so forth it does seem to, to, to have some, some element of, of, uh, of credibility, uh, you know, and, 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 to take it further, there is the notion uh, that he was an agent of the Israeli secret service, the Mossad and, and was uh, sort of set up in, in, in this position and given this um, fake business as a money manager, um by the Israeli Mossad uh, for the express purpose of finding dirt on uh various powerful people in order to um you know have some i guess ability to control them for political uh reasons and that he either on his own or with their permission took it a step further uh and and built this enormous financial empire and continued to to conduct whatever uh Whatever he was doing, and, and 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 in order to to further uh, his his blackmailing victims, and 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 so forth, and and the you know the the I guess the the piece of this that that fits there as well is Maxwell's father, uh, the late Rupert Maxwell, I think, or is it Robert?
0: Is, I think it was Rupert Maxwell. Okay,
1: was a journalist of some sort in england i think is um i believe he's a jewish heritage or was and was had some ties to the Mossad and um, the israeli government and some sort of intelligence type activities and he died or was found to have died in the ocean i think uh in somewhat suspicious circumstances where the story was he either got in the water and had a heart attack or had a heart attack and fell in the water but it, a lot of people at the time and since have said it it doesn't it doesn't make sense it you know it 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 seems to have fostered a conspiracy that that he was uh, assassinated
0: the story was that he must have fallen off his yacht because he was found dead floating in the water in the Atlantic
1: Ocean. So, um, so you know, I, I agree with you. I think it's it, it would be hard, I think, to amass the fortune that Jeffrey Epstein amassed as a, a as an advisor to other rich people. And, you know, he's an interesting guy. He is was very, very smart, particularly with regard to mathematics. Um, he did not graduate from college. Uh, But he was able to get a job at some fancy boarding school somewhere, I think, in New England or upstate New York teaching math. Right. Um, And John Roberts, the chief Justice's father was the principal there or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And, you know, I think from all accounts that I've read, did a great job teaching math. And they only he only stopped when the school was alerted that he didn't have a degree.
0: Um, yeah they thought he was a great teacher he know, just didn't have the just didn't have the uh, academic background for it
1: right I mean he could do the math he could teach it um apparently got along well with the kids you you wonder if maybe that's why he got along well with the kids who knows um but uh just didn't have the degree uh it's it's a bizarre story
0: yeah bizarre story with a bizarre ending which we'll probably never get an explanation to but, you but know. you're
1: going to write the great American novel sort of based on the
0: Maybe we the, can make a conspiracy. Up that, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm those, in for are, that. those are we. You know, you normally are good for one conspiracy theory, but we got two into the show yeah,
1: this and, week. And I appreciate it, and I know that it's only because we're getting close to Christmas that we were able to do that.
0: Yeah. Now I don't know. Have you followed this uh, Elizabeth Holmes trial that's going on in California?
1: Um. Uh, very briefly, I. I, I I noticed or read about and this is probably several months ago now, um, she had a number of uh, sort of um, what, what I'll call defense intellectuals on her board, foreign policy kind of folks, you know, solid, staid, old money uh, you know establishment folks, one of whom was um, James Mattis. And he got called in, and in some preliminary part of this criminal prosecution, and and actually was um, I don't know if he was deposed or if he it was a hearing and he was cross examined, but you know I remember reading about that. And the other thing that that I that I noticed, uh, and I is she, and you can get on YouTube and see this. She has been captured on film changing her voice in rather strange ways, depending on what she was saying and to whom she was talking. And and that is, I guess, spawned a lot of discussion and, and some theories as to what and why. And then I, 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 I had a couple of hours one day early on in this episode to kill. And I, I spent some time running down what it was that, excuse me, that she had that her company had done. Mm -hmm. And it basically, as I understand it was, they wanted to take a drop or two of blood, like you get from a finger stick and do the same number and types of tests that you could do with taking blood from your arm and taking, you know, the, the tubes.
0: That was her promise that her technology would do that. Right. And she was, um, She was a darling – I don't want to say darling of Wall Street, but a darling of the tech community and a darling of uh, investment analysts for several years. They thought this company was just amazing.
1: Right. And And
0: she claimed that, like you say, they could take a drop of blood. They could run all these tests. That would be as accurate as anything else. And um, stock went wild.
1: I think she was. the. I think it's fair to say she was the darling of Wall Street. And was it CVS that she struck the deal with to – to Take the
0: blood, you mean for the actual test? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it could have been. I don't know, I it was recall, some national was she, chain. I don't was, think she, was, I was thinking, rules. I was thinking it was LabCorp, but I may be wrong, but I, I think was it was she a drugstore. What she was doing at some point to provide proof that her machine would—and I call it a machine, her instrument—would work so effectively is that she would actually take blood and send it to somebody else, run all the conventional tests, and then she would claim they came from the uh, the Theranos machine. That's right. uh, Which is—
1: And she was essentially robbing Peter to pay Paul at that point, paying for the more expensive tests associated with the larger volume of sample— and and continued to take money and to market her device and her company as being able to do what she claimed. I think that's where the fraud comes in, correct?
0: Yeah, I think that's true. And, um, you know, she was a huge fan of Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, and she kind of dressed like him and she would make speeches and presentations like he did. But they the feds put her on trial for uh, fraud. The case ended today. And she testified she was on the witness stand for the better part of a week uh, between direct examination and cross-examination. So
1: She's a Stanford alum, and, and the boyfriend uh, was somehow involved in the company. And, then
0: and He was the chief financial officer, I believe.
1: They kind of got cross-legged at some mm-hmm. point, but she still loves him, even though he kind of threw her under the bus in a lot of ways. It's a strange story. Uh, it really yeah, is. Yeah, it
0: is. So those are some of the big legal cases, I guess, going on right now, unless there's something else that you're following.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. Not from a legal standpoint. Uh,
0: well, actually, there is one more. Let me throw it out because it's just broke an hour or so ago. The North Carolina Court of Appeals yesterday issued an order to stop candidate filing for congressional races and state House and state Senate races. By the end of the day, they reversed that order. Uh, Within the last couple of hours, the North Carolina Supreme Court has moved the primary date for North Carolina back from March to May, May 17th, I believe. And so they have put a delay on all filing.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So and that, of course, is related to redistricting somehow. But they have imposed, uh, maybe as a practical matter, they say we won't have two primaries, so we're just going to push it all back. But uh, there'll be further legal proceedings on that in the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. At least we're not having two primaries. I think they did that to us once before, right?
0: That did happen once before, yeah.
1: And not only is that bad for folks, but it, it's bad for the uh, for the taxpayer.
0: Yeah, it's expensive to have two elections.
1: That'll be interesting to watch that. Did the the so the panel of the Court of Appeals entered a stay and did the did the whole Court of Appeals dissolve the stay or did the same panel
0: my understanding is the same panel dissolved the stay by the end of the day. I, I assume they received additional information from the litigants that uh, led them to lift the stay.
1: And then the and Supreme Court stepped in.
0: All of this is basically within uh, 36 hours. So, uh, I mean, from from the first order to the last order within 36 hours. So it's been an interesting day in the appellate courts of North Carolina with respect to the election.
1: Folks and Raleigh have been busy.
0: Yeah, so that, that was the other legal case I thought of. So.
1: so, so well, let me ask you this before you move on. The filing period, which we're in the midst of, is is stayed as well?
0: My understanding is that that's true. I've not seen the order from the court, which was just issued within the last couple of hours.
1: It, is that only for congressional and legislative races, or is it stayed for like judicial races
0: and that's a good question. My assumption, and and I'm going to be transparent that this is just an assumption is that it's for all races because they have moved, (coughs) excuse me, moved the uh, primary back by two months.
1: And, and uh, you know, the primary for certain municipalities or not the primary, but the general election for certain municipalities with respect to uh, city council and mayoral elections was moved prior from November, which it normally would have been, uh, to to March in and of itself. I assume it would have been the same time as the primary. So I wonder if that too is getting moved to May.
0: More than likely. But you know, it's interesting because uh, until, I don't know, the last few years, I never knew elections got moved I always thought you know the election is going to be it's set. It doesn't change. Nothing will change it, and uh, you know yeah. things are different now. Elections basically start in September and run until some Forever. court tells them to stop.
1: And and yeah, and and elections are all about what happens in a courtroom. Yeah. Um, it seems. Uh, wow. So that'll keep uh, keep us occupied for the next several months.
0: Yeah, maybe by next week we can get the uh, Supreme Court decision. We'll have some more information about it for the listeners.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: So what's on your radar for the next week? Uh,
1: well, beyond what we've talked about, um, I'm still keeping an eye on the Major League Baseball lockout. There is now a, a, a lockout, and, and I'm uh, hopeful that uh, that these this labor dispute will not result in... Um, a delay of the season.
0: Um, have you seen anything else about any negotiations? No,
1: place? I have not. You know, last week, right before we came on the air, they had talked for seven minutes and then stopped, and, and I haven't seen anything with regard to negotiations since then.
0: I got an email yesterday about spring training tickets, so uh, I guess the club is going to continue to do what they have to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, there was uh, this. Uh, uh, for lack of, I, I don't know. I'm not using the right term, but the senior committee of Hall of Fame voters that meets once every five years uh, announced um, some uh, elections to the Hall of Fame from from those folks uh, on Sunday afternoon. There were six people elected to the Hall of Fame, and I was troubled, um, frankly, by some of the folks who were left off, more so than. Uh, than those who who were elected but that's kind of where I am Uh, other than I don't see a whole lot on the radar there's talk and you probably know more about this than I that there's there's talk that uh, the turtle uh, the Senate minority leader mr. McConnell of Kentucky has struck a deal with Chuck Schumer to provide 10 Republican votes uh, for or uh, for a a procedural vote that will allow the Democrats to raise the debt limit, but the Republicans will not, no Republican will have to vote to raise the debt limit because they promised they would not do so when they struck the deal in July or August, whenever it was. And, And that's the kind of thing that, of course, turns off, middle America with, with regard to, to, to politicians. So uh, we'll keep our eyes on that. But uh, that's kind of it for me.
0: The story about the debt limit, and I've seen that also, and I guess both Axios and Politico have reported that unnamed sources say that in the Republican Senate caucus meeting that McConnell laid out this plan and it, it kind of fell flat. But his plan is... Yeah, like you say, 10 10 Republican senators have to come out and vote with the Democrats to advance the debt ceiling instead of forcing them to take their own vote on it and own it. And it's not clear who those 10 Republican senators are going to be or that he has the authority or the um, persuasive power that he can get those votes. Yeah, I would certainly think no senator who's up for election now on the Republican side. Or up for election in twenty twenty two is going to be one of those ten.
1: I wouldn't think so. So um, you wonder about like Senator Burr who's leaving office. You know whether he he would be willing to do it. Um, there's some others who who are leaving office, but um, you know it's it's essentially I, I think it boils down to a one time uh, deal to avoid a filibuster and cloture uh, and 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 get this
0: done. But I thought the last deal was a one time deal. Well, it was. And so but it's that was a different another, deal. It's a different deal. <laughs> so this is another one time deal. That's and a, we just get a string of them. And,
1: and, and that's um, the problem with Republicans. You know, Democrats don't play that way. But Republicans say, we're going to do this. And then they change and they go backwards and they, 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 they seek consensus by giving and never getting.
0: Well, that's because they just get beat up on constantly by the media, by the uh, certainly by the left wingers, but uh, by the by the mainstream media, the alternate media, by all the activists who are out there. And they feel like they've got to compromise on something because they're taking too hard of a stand.
1: Well, it's, it's that and the fact that they want to be in Washington for a long time and they want to do the Washington thing and get invited to all the right dinner parties and cocktail parties and. Christmas parties and everything else, um, and uh, you know it's 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 at best two steps forward, one step back, and it, it's probably more of just the Democrats march forward and the Republicans at best slow it down. At yeah. best,
0: yeah. I have to say that over the next week, there seem to be three stories that we've talked about at various times on this that seem to all be kind of crystallizing: inflation. Crime and the border. And all of these have been problems which have been exacerbated by decisions that the Biden administration has made. And they just all seem to be becoming particularly prevalent in the public eye at this point. There's a there's a new survey you may have seen that just came out in which people in multiple cities across the nation are seeing this rise in crime and actually seeing how it affects them. There's now a recall effort against the district attorney in Los Angeles, and the numbers continue to get worse. So I just don't know how that's going to play out, but it seems to me that the Biden administration is only going to be motivated by politics. And at some point, someone there is going to say, this looks so bad for us, we have to do something. I don't know what that something is, And but it's got to come.
1: Little too late,
0: yeah. Yeah, well, it was already. It's already way too late.
1: Well, yeah, but but in the in uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, the, the, there certainly seems to be a disconnect within the Biden administration with regard to whoever's hand is on the political tiller and whoever's hand is on the policy. Apparatus because they don't seem to mesh. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I read the other day a story that, um, you know, the problem is that the administration ended up being populated by people that are just completely in over their heads at, at almost every position. And it's, you know the the proverbial fire drill, and and they're all running around and nobody really knows what to do, so they, either they don't do anything or what they do is an abject failure. Um, and and you you, you saw the uh, the tweet about the guy that worked for the vice president who said, My name's whatever and I hold this position in the vice president's office and I'm so proud to do so and she's wonderful. Yeah. But but if you The read, comments
0: to that were hilarious. Yeah,
1: they were. They were and then the memes and um you know, but the I guess it was was it the Hill or Politico that ran the story that, you know, the the, the, the rats are leaving the ship as far as the vice president is concerned, that um, you know, she's impossible to work for. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, she can't keep the staff and it seems like they're all saying the same thing using the same words. So, you know, there's some notion, uh, that it's coming down from on high, uh, and that she's going to be forced off the ticket. I I don't, I don't see how that's possible.
0: Well, and, and to me, the better example of someone being in over their head has to be with the secretary of, uh transportation mayor pete and what he's i had it on my list to talk about last week and we just i didn't get to it with other things we talked about but sunday before last he was on a show and his response to the the fact that the price of gas keeps going up is that people can go buy an electric car and then he said they don't ever have to worry about the price of gas again and you know, what went through my head is, yeah, because electricity is free, right? right. It's, I mean, that makes no sense. And the average person, they can't go and drop $100,000 on a Tesla.
1: No. And, 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 you know, it makes no sense on several levels. Not only that, but, you know, there, there are very few, if you look at a map of places to charge, they're, they're not all over. The ones that are there tend to be in certain areas populated by the folks that used to drive Volvos, but but uh, you know sort of the 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 yuppie liberals. Um, there are these supercharging stations, but they're not as many of them, and it's much quicker to charge there. But apparently they ruin the batteries. Um, so if you take a trip with one of these cars, you have to count, you have to you know figure out where you're going to stop and charge your charge your car every 250 miles or whatever. Um, and and uh, it takes time it's not as quick as a fill-up and of course the price of gas even if you have one of these cars affects everything else that you buy
0: well, such um, as the price of electricity
1: that's right and you know the electricity that you're using to charge your vehicle is not free and I don't know how much it increases the the average uh, electric or utility bill of a, of, a, of a, a homeowner or who who happens to have an electric car, but it's got to go up some, I would think. And where does that electricity come from? Mainly it comes from coal. So the, the the environmentalists who say, you know, we got to get away from fossil fuels and so forth, espousing quietly, but espousing the more mining and, and, and use of coal when they push electric cars, but they don't seem to understand that at least at the rank and file level.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just think that's uh, more craziness from DC. Well, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Let's Think about that podcast. You can contact us at comments. Le- you can contact us at comments at letsthinkpodcast.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, please click subscribe on your podcast provider and leave us a review.